Welcome to your Calm Parenting Toolbox, the podcast for parents who want to get the most out of their kids and themselves. Here's your host, parenting coach, Heather Lindsay. and welcome back to the Calm Parenting Toolbox. After a break of the last month running Calm July through my Facebook group, it is time to jump back on board with these episodes, bringing you practical steps that you can take to be calmer with your kids. Now today I want to discuss one of my favourite topics, and that is motherhood values. And not only do I love talking about it, but it served as a foundation for Calm July, as well as my Calm Mum framework, but also all the one-on-one work I do with mums. This episode will be an introduction to the topic, as well as taking you through an exercise you can do to become clear on what your motherhood values are and how to use them to be the type of mum that you want to be. And as always, with any of these episodes, please feel free to get in contact with me if you'd like to discuss this process in more detail. So, what are values? Values are the characteristic of the ideal type of person that you want to be in a specific situation. They are a behavior, an attitude, or a state of being that you hold as important. And we all have different values, and we may even have different values for different situations. Your values at work and how you interact with your co-workers may be vastly different to how you are with your close friends. How you want to be with your best friend may differ to how you are with your partner or husband. And values guide our behaviour. So someone who values honesty will act honestly and speak truthfully. Someone who values compassion will act compassionately to those that they come in contact with. And when we do not act in line with our values, we have what's called a values conflict. And that's when we often feel guilty, regretful, resentful, and so on. So our motherhood values are what we value in the relationship a mother has with her children and are the ideal characteristics of the type of mum that we want to be. And when we are clear on our motherhood values, what is important for us and how we want to be as a mum, then this helps guide our behaviour towards our children. You know, we will act in a specific way with our kids on a day-to-day basis, in stressful or non-stressful situations, because our behaviour is guided by our motherhood values. When we slip up and we act in a way that doesn't align with our value, that's when we experience that dreaded and toxic mum guilt. Now, of course, no one acts in line with their values 100% of the time. And when I say an ideal mum, it means something for us to strive towards. There's no such thing as a perfect parent. So the question is, how do we work out what our values are? Now, your motherhood values are adjectives because they describe the type of mum that you want to be. 
On my website, you can find a worksheet that takes you through the process of how to work out what your values are, including a list of over 90 different values to choose from. So you can actually download it for free by going to www.blissedoutmums.com.au and selecting parenting resources from the menu. Now, this isn't a single once-off activity either. You might choose a value and after trying it out for a while, think that it's really not for you or it hasn't helped. Whereas you might choose another one and it's perfect and you use it on a day-to-day basis. This is a process, so keep working at it. So for the purpose of this episode, let me use myself and my own motherhood values as a case study and show you how I use them in my day-to-day life as a mum. So the three words that I chose to reflect my motherhood values and the type of mum that I want to be in my interactions with my children are empathetic, approachable, and silly. Empathetic. I want to be a mum who feels for their children and understands where they are. To me, it's not important to have sympathy for them, which is feeling sorry for another person, but to have empathy and understanding of why they are feeling the way they are. Now, as I've discussed in previous episodes, our child's behaviour is always a reflection of what they are feeling. By being an empathetic mum and understanding what my child is feeling, I can then understand what their behaviour is trying to communicate and in turn address the emotion before the behaviour, which will always get better results in terms of discipline. From my children's point of view, I want them to feel that their mum is always listening to them, trying to understand where they are coming from and being non-judgmental. We all know how wonderful it is when someone is empathetic towards us and how good it feels. So the same goes for our kids and I want them to feel that. The same thing goes for being an approachable mum. I always want to be a mum who is going to be able to say, what do you need and how can I help you? And my kids feel that they can come to me with their problems and concerns no matter how big or small they are. Now, does this mean that I drop everything all the time and run to my kids and help them? No, there is a healthy balance. You know, sometimes I can drop everything and listen, other times I can't. And on the days that I can't drop everything and help them immediately, I always make sure that I find time to discuss whatever they need to chat about later. So, for example, if my eldest is having a problem with someone at school, discussing it as soon as we get home with her younger siblings around isn't the most suitable time of day, especially when we're guaranteed to be interrupted. So in this case, I let her know that I've heard her, that um, she needs to speak to me, and I tell her that we'll have a chat later. And then usually when her siblings are both in bed, we'll sit down, we'll talk it out, And, you know, we'll get to a conclusion and help her with whatever the problem is. I know, and the research backs me up, that the type of relationship you have with your child when they are young will directly influence the relationship you have with them when they are older, in their teenage years, and, of course, when they're an adult. 
So, for example, being an empathetic mum with them when they're young on a consistent basis will help them realise that my empathy towards them when they're older as a teenager isn't superficial, but is actually genuine feeling of concern. It is also the same with being approachable. If they don't feel like they can come to me when they've lost one little toy and ask me to help them find it, why would they come to me when they have a problem at school? You know, a teenager will not come to their parents unless they know that they can. And they only know that they really can come to us because they've experienced it over and over again as they were young and as they've been growing up. So yes, it does mean that I have to listen to some pretty boring stories every now and again or get involved in things that I might not necessarily usually want to, but it's kind of like a little sacrifice that I make because I'm playing the long-term game in the relationship I have with my child. Okay, so my final motherhood value is being silly. Now, it might sound like a strange way to want to describe yourself, but I chose silly because I love laughter. You know, on a biological level, laughter is wonderful. It's healing, it's positive for our emotional and mental health, it helps produce oxytocin, that lovely hormone of love and connection. And, you know, to be truthful, I'm pretty silly in life in general. I'm lighthearted and honest. I love to laugh and I love to laugh with my kids and to hear them laugh. And one of the reasons I love it is because it breaks tension. So when I do find myself getting frustrated or angry at my kids, you know, we all do. I'm human. No one is perfect. I tend to try and do something silly to break that frustration and anger cycle so that I don't end up yelling and lashing out. And the same happens when my kids are upset or getting angry. Me being a little bit silly can help them laugh and break their emotional cycle. You know, I'm always pulling faces, I might do silly dances, having fun, wrestling, telling bad jokes, listening to jokes from my kids and so on. You know, I always want my kids to be able to connect with me through joy and laughter so that then they want to be open and connect with me so that we have that really good relationship. So using values in practice, I've given you a couple of examples of how I use my three values in practice. But one way I specifically use them is by asking myself questions when I'm faced with a choice of how to respond to something that's happening with my child. So, for example, I can say to myself, okay, how would an empathetic mum act when her son is having a tantrum? Or how does an empathetic and approachable mum act when her daughter is coming to her saying that she's being teased on the school playground? Or what could a silly mum do to help make bedtime easier tonight when everyone's overtired? And when I'm feeling stressed, I often repeat these three words in my mind as well. And this helps me act like the type of mum that I want to be, rather than just react to the situation that's going on, which would just end up in me feeling stressed and yelling and not something that I want to be. Now, even though we choose three motherhood values, it doesn't mean that this is the only way we are with our children. 
they are overarching ones. They're the ones that are most important for us. And they'll be different for each of us. You know, I still strive to describe myself as connected and affectionate, truthful, patient, loving, comforting and fun. But three words are much easier to remember on a day-to-day basis. So I hope that you can see how getting clear on my motherhood values has helped me guide my behavior with my kids. And as I said, there is a free worksheet that takes you through the whole process of how you can get clear on your motherhood values. And all you have to do is access it through my website. But I also want to take you through a quick exercise now in this episode to give you some things to think about to get the ball rolling. This is what I refer to with my clients as the grand vision exercise. What I want you to do is I want you to sit for five or ten minutes in a quiet space and think of your funeral many, many years in the future. Think about the eulogy that your children are delivering. Think about how you want your children to describe you. What do you want them to say about how you are? were as a mum with them? What words do you want them to describe you as? What feelings do you want them to remember? And use the thoughts that come up in this exercise to help you get some clarity on the type of mum that you want to be. It might not have been something that you've ever thought about in a lot of detail. And that's fine. Not a lot of us have. And I didn't before I first came up with this exercise and was introduced to values work when I did all my coaching certification. So once you've done this exercise, pop over to the website, grab the worksheet, and then you can dive even deeper into it. I could go on and on about this topic. So if you'd like to discuss it in more detail and really go through some examples of how to make it work for you and your family, please pop over to my website or email me at heather at blissedoutmums.com.au and don't forget to come and join me over on Facebook. As always, please rate and review this podcast episode wherever you have accessed it. It is wonderful to be back after running Calm July, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.